Welcome back, everybody, to a new and exciting episode of Howard, Howard Stern News and comment upon, comment upon the news with hopefully a response from Patricia. Ah, so do you want to fill us in on what just happened there, Commodore? Well, last week we made a decision that at the beginning of every show we would test out my connection with Miss Patricia, Senator, Senator to be Patricia, and see whether or not she will respond. But uh, it's been five, ten seconds, and there has not been a tweet. So, well, um, yeah, I don't think we said we're going to do this every show, but if you want to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's just me trying to get something because uh, Steve from Florida's uh, cadence and, and questioning ability have, have left me. So I'm no longer going to uh, be a part of that. But this is too much about us because there's 10 and a half hours of, well, let's cut that back to eight and a half hours of wonderful content this week. One of the best weeks in recent memory. All right. Why would you say that, Commodore? I'm just curious. Can you, you I'm not saying I disagree, but I'm, I'm I think it's um very telling of you as a fan that this yes. week especially um you find to be uh excellent. Cr- um, okay. Ahead. Uh starting off with the Ronnie Mund dominance of this week. The only thing that would have been made it Somewhat better would have been more Sal and Richard, but of course that was not part of it. But um, actually, as a quick aside, I've noticed um, since we've been back, there was a little bit of Richard, but kind of zero Sal. Well, no, there was some about Sal singing and in Italy and uh, his trip to Italy and how he's come back and. Uh, there yeah, was a segment right. on that. Yeah, yeah there was, was a segment so on that. Yeah, and uh, Richard has been brought in for various things, but neither their their uh, their zaniness has not been a part of the show as of yet. Maybe it's being reserved for some Halloween hijinks. That's going to be, you know. Ah, we are getting close to October. Yeah, exactly. But thankfully, we've heard no promos. So that's one one thing that's good. Well, continue. I interrupted you. So the, the Ronnie Munn dominance was yes. definitely present. I also appreciate that. Was there something else, too? Yes. The list that Bamet came up about, Gary, about why he's or what he's noticed in uh, his field I, notes. I have to say that. The vinyl, the whole vinyl yes. show thing. Yep. And that whole thing was one of my favorite things this week. Yes. Okay. And Mehmet is really, I mean, I think he's gotten even crazier than he oh, was. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's a bit of a Benji shtick. That's he's sort of entering that territory. Now that's John Blitt. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. But I mean, it's like to what extent are you uh yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is he just turning it up? Is he notching it up? Um, 
It's just lack of airtime that he's had that I think he's just trying to come back with a vengeance. You know, he's been shut out for a while. So, okay. As I continue, please, Fred's Fred's input this week has been more than it's been in. I don't even know, like not last season. I don't think that, I mean, a couple segments about Fred about the summer school situation, <laughs> the summer school situation, the blank check situation. Yes. I mean, and then, that, and then, and, and then give making Allison take it. Yeah, exactly. Totally pushed it off on her. Yeah, absolutely. And then finally, the last part that, that, that maybe was the, uh, Chris and Ralph, uh, you know why they're no longer friends and that whole that whole thing yeah i'll be honest both of those guys have lost a little bit of their um entertainment value for me i mean i i just don't give a fuck about either of them and mm. chris and his stories his sexual stories no, i didn't like that stuff. that was too much i'm talking it, that and that grosses me out man well, Save and, it for october uh, and well, and and same thing too, though with Elvis. I mean, with uh, Howard's Elvis impersonation. No, I thought that was. Oh, see that. I thought. <laughs> yes, that was just like. I mean, he's basically. I mean, this is what Howard does, right? This fucking sacred cow of a, you know, icon that he's basically calling a calling out for being a pedo. Right. This is what Howard can do. And rightfully so. Okay. Like, and he has all the, you know, he's like invoking Colonel whatever and, and Hamburger James or whatever the fuck. I don't know their names. Hamburger James. I like that. So what is his name? No, I don't know. I I like Hamburger James. Hamburger James. And then, and furthermore, speaking about Hamburger James, also, uh, John Hines uh, weight loss and talk about how he, he's now uh, going a little out there by getting uh, pickles and onions on his uh, McDonald's hamburger. That's right. Maybe it's his new love of pickleball that's uh, allowing him to have Ooh. pickles. Ooh, is that it? I think that was a sly shout out from the Commodore. It uh, is to uh, to the Scarlet Knight. Oh, the Scarlet Knight may be listening. Dedicated listener. Yes. Well, Commodore, we have just gone through several topics in probably a breakneck pace for us in terms of this week. Well, sure. But uh, those were the I mean, but those all took up probably about four hours of content. What I just probably more. But yeah. Probably more. Yeah. Um, I mean, so things I can okay. You just I can did do the without. John Hine rundown. Well, you just things, did that. Remember those yeah. old days of the John Hine rundown. Yeah, uh, the things I could do without is any more discussion about Ozempic. Okay. Well, yeah. Ozempic. For two reasons. Two reasons. Number one, the reason why he's so obsessed with it involves his own anger about the fact that. Ozempic uh, Clampett got a big gun and shot it. <laughs> he was trying to get some food and came up with a with a bubbling uh, shot of, uh, you know, 
<laughs> Diabetes <laughs> prevention. I right. mean, that whole, you know, but I mean, his, his anger over that and secondary, that one caller that called in, there are people out there that need this, like that, yes. that I mean, you know, and I just, I don't know, I, the power of vanity, I guess. It's just, uh, it's unbelievable. I don't think Howard was saying anything about the people who need it. He was saying, no, 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 but, but, but him talking about it just, I mean, gins up more, more, you know, more talk about it. I, I don't know. I mean, I just, for me, I was just like, you know, leave that topic alone because, they said that February is when it was started, and that's when how when Howard was starting to talk about it. That's when I, you know, that's when he. I mean, he started, you know. I, but there are other places probably where it's being. I mean, of course, in the sewing circles and you know places where Sam and her mother hang out, talking about the wedding gifts of other people. You know, these these are the these are the things where Zempic comes up. So I can't just get it to the Howard Stern show. That, that 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 it's causing a shortage of it, but it's definitely not helping. Well, yeah, I don't think it matters. I mean, Howard is saying, if anything, Howard is saying is celebrities, you shouldn't be privileged enough to get this drug if you right. don't really need it. Right. Yeah. And I think that's fair enough. And there are side effects. That whole aspiration thing is real. But, you know, whatever we this is not a medical show. And and I don't want to talk about it because I don't. That's the thing I don't I don't like about the show. I don't like that focus of, uh, on things. And the other thing I don't like are are stars like Demi Lovato, Dem, Demi, 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 <laughs> Demi, 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 not Big Delhi, two. not Delhi, not Delhi, not <laughs> Debbie. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah just because she has 107 so how much did you love patricia talking before it and being and she and howard telling her well i gotta go because demi lovato's coming on and she's like who's that exactly. i don't know who that is no she doesn't it's not one of her constituents Ali Ali Grande. I ex- oh that's not speaking of which, let's do a let's do a check. Oh, we're doing do a Patricia check. Adam Barta, like two of my th- incredible job by Mark. Oh, he like Alan Barta. Adam Barta just liked something. Alan Barta. Alan Barta. Adam. Adam Barta. Alan Barta and <laughs> Ali Ali Ali. <laughs> no, but Adam Barta liked my Senator Patricia. Your presence is needed. The country needs you. He liked that. Oh, there's two likes on it. I just gave it a third because I don't know what the heck I'm doing on X. <laughs> okay, well, so now we know that you and Adam Barta have a connection like that. So wait a second. But wait a second. second. How can I tell who was the other person who liked it? Uh, it I don't know how this you. works. No, I was the third like. Uh, let me see here. Oh no! It, oh no! It was policeman domains. So anyway, somebody who follows Patricia liked it. Wow! Probably her other campaign manager. Maybe or maybe Adam Barta's hey, boyfriend or, or whatever Barta's uh, <laughs> other accounts. <laughs> it probably is. It, exactly. I mean, he's probably got something like that going on. Well, he didn't retweet it though. Anyway. Not like not like Patricia usually does. <laughs> oh, 
Dear sweet Patricia. Oh man, I love the fact that uh Chris called out Ralph. The time what made me really laugh is like, yeah, you want to talk about somebody who wants to go on the show and say things. How about you and your Instagram live that got 63 viewers? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I mean <laughs> Benji had more viewers. Than- I well, yeah. When an ex has those whatever things, when he wants to brush his teeth or whatever that I've gotten on, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no Benji update so far this year, this season, whatever you want, we want to call this. this yeah, week. I mean, wow. I'm not saying I miss it. I'm just saying, yeah, no Benj, the Benj man. Now I like I like Mike Trainer's. Uh, presence this week i'm a trainer fan and so what was that thing um the uh the metamucil man that (laughs) kind of revealed at the end that adam duritz didn't actually write that he it was redone by mike something or other yeah Mike mike wolf one of the other guys. Yeah, one of the guys. Yes. Yeah. And then they that arrangement. sent it to Adam. Yeah. Right. And Adam yeah. just sang. Yeah. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. Because- I mean, because they made it sound like Adam Duritz was sitting at his house and heard Metamucil Man and was like, oh, I'm going to cut a version of this. No, they, they prompted Adam Duritz to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like in the old days when when people would come in, they would like, you know, whoever it is, they would try and get them to do like a parody version of their own song. Right. Yeah. You know, or or like for uh, when Ned Beatty was in, they rewrote the script to deliverance for him to, you know, any play along. It was that that's a good clip. It's on YouTube. It's hilarious. Well, yeah, there no, there's some classic ones like that. Like they got Elton John to do it way back in the day, and they wanted him to do it to like Candle in the Wind or some other song. And he just said, No, screw that. Let me just make something up right now. Nice. And, and he made something up and uh about Howard and with with the lyrics that Howard gave him. But, yeah, I actually I remember that. Yeah. That was back on terrestrial radio. Yes, that was way back in the day. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, so one thing though that's sticking out in my mind, and I'm just curious, and I don't, you know, again, I don't want to make the show about us, but um, I'm curious about your opinion on this, Commodore. the The one caller, or no, that no, wasn't caller. The ass napkin ad. Questions. I know you hate the ass napkin. Yes, I do. But you remember his question. Or he had a couple questions, didn't he? I about moaning. I mean, the there moaning. Was that yes, yeah. the moaning thing. I was a little surprised by Howard's answer and how he was like, "Don't moan." Yeah. Don't do and and like I, the the prudeness of Howard really came out. I felt at that moment. Yeah. Like he was like, "Don't do that." I mean, you would think he'd be like. More like wanting to please, you know, or showing his showing. Yeah. Demonstrative. But instead he was like, I mean, yeah, it was so puritan. Holding it in. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, and he was his advice. Don't do that. You know, he's telling people. Yeah. It would seem a little. 
It was a little surprising for me from Howard. Yeah. It was like, Good, a, Jay, you got a point there. And I mean, without getting into my own personal stuff, I mean, like he, that made me self-conscious him oh. going, you know, that him saying, don't do that. That's, you're going to creep out or something like, you know, he's like, you're going to lose your lady. And, and, and Robin got behind him on that too. Well, yeah. I mean, it was a surprise. Yeah, I know. That's, that's not a surprise, but it just, it was like, wait, Howard, why are you putting this message out to people? You know, I feel, I think I, can I just, Jay? I'm just thinking about it. This all stems that from a very beginning where I think it, it also is the fact that if he would allow himself to do that, he would last less than a half a second. Like he has, you know what I'm saying? Because I know. <laughs> no, he already, you know, he's already talked about his quick release way back in the day. And I mean, how do you, I mean, how? His moan, yeah. his moan yeah. would be longer than the. Yes, it'd be like, like you can't moan. Like, be allowed to be a mo- like maybe the first time. Uh, he was like, and yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna get into this, and I was like, gone before he knew what was happening. So he he he's attributed any sort of noise or any sort of noise making during that time to be verboten, and also to make it more. Even we're talking about 50, 60 years. Not like, you know, John Blitt, who was 27 when he lost his virginity. Oh, God, that was hilarious. That was fucking hilarious. And- wait, 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 breaking news, breaking news. John Blitt has uh, has ascended the wall. He, he- <laughs> He's <laughs> broken out of the studio. Breaking news, Larry, Gary, with Blitt in his wall. That bit's over. Ooh. Fucking Blit and Blitz moan. That's oh, that was just ridiculous. I mean, come on, dude. Like, come on. That, that, he must have known that wasn't going to be funny. Come on. He doesn't. He tries so many things. He throws so many darts at the board. Eventually, one hits. I mean, that's Priest and Boy or whatever. But uh, <laughs> I think Priest and Boy is hilarious. I know. I know you do. That's his one. That, but that Donnie Enos is my favorite. Okay, another one. Donnie Enos. It was five thousand tries. <laughs> and I mean, you know who's really done with him is Ronnie. Ronnie is done with Blit. Ronnie is done with Blit, but it's been that way for a little while, right? I mean, yeah, this is- but it's <laughs> it's worse than it was. See, what happened was Blit was making JD look like a you know. I mean, he does that. They they still have that relationship, and they talked about it a little bit this week, or maybe it was last week. I I forget, but. There was that they the Blit or somebody got together with Perlman and they said, you know, can you? I'm, I'm getting in the mind of a meet. I'm acting as if I was a fly on the wall in one of the writers' meetings, where they said, we're going to set up parallels. We're going to set up a parallel over here where Blit, you know, gets these things out of JD and makes, you know, and kind of rise them. And Perlman, you're going to get it out of Ronnie. And the Perlman Ronnie thing actually almost turned into a staff fight and meltdown in Miami. So they pulled that plug. Right. And then Blit probably said, Hey, I could do this with JD. I'll just go over and I'll do it with Ronnie. 
but Ronnie at first, you know, like the first couple times that that happened towards the end of last year or what have you, he was a little annoyed, but he kind of laughed this last time when he was talking about dancing or whatever, that's Mund like talking to the uh, woman who wants to come over and check his social welfare. Oh, He's, <laughs> I mean, he is done with anything. And he told him such after, you know, in another thing. You know. Yeah, well, Blit is uh, he's Blit and uh, he's going to do that. I mean, JD is probably the only person on the show that Blit can still be friends with after doing that shit, too. Right, that's true. But he, what I really will what alienate I, himself from everyone. But what I want to hear is Ronnie's call to JD. Every month there's a call that gets recorded between the two of them where they're where they're just having a conversation. <laughs> I wanna I want that. I want that. I would love to hear that. Well, speaking I think of, Ronnie would love to do that. Speaking of hatred and uh one that was expressed that bubbled to the top this week was Mehmet versus Wolfie. Yeah, but Wolfie came in and helped him out. Wolfie's uh, just, I mean, he's really just too much of that freaking central Pennsylvania or eastern Pennsylvania, I should say. Right. You know, podunk, like, you know, being a nice guy. He's trying to, like, be above the fray. But at the same time, he does what Howard says. But Mamet was really giving it to him and saying, you know, hey, Wolfie goes to these things where he doesn't have to generate content. He just goes where these dudes are fisting each other yeah <laughs> and he's just like you know it's and then he's like but i have to go and hang out with gary and as if gary doesn't generate this kind well but, but then he even says that gary's an easy and he just turns it on he doesn't even have to talk to him so i mean it doesn't uh, mehmet is he is on the war path to get he want he's coming back. He's working out. He's hitting the gym. He's trying to get back that uh hottest guy on the Stern Show staff, you know, and and he's he's just he's he's coming back. He he's made some like goals. Like I I'm sure in his journal there's some there's some goals about the next few months. And and uh, you know, give him some credit. He he made a splash this week. Well, okay. All right, Mehmet. I mean Yes, I did. I did enjoy Mehmet's. I mean, the whole Gary thing, but that was also. Yeah. Did you listen to the Gary the vinyl show? Is that downloadable? Can we oh, stream that? Really? I mean, yes. I'm. Just, let me let me look at the series app. Here. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, that you do. That's that is not going to be. That's not going to be my assignment. Wow. Maybe we could get. Uh, Chippewa to do that. That would be great. Hey, Chippewa, listen to Gary's vinyl. See if there's any Dave, you know, a Dave Dave Matthews cover in there. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Chippewa, what, get a shout out. This well, maybe song. maybe it's a song that Dave should have played for his wife on one of his twenty songs that she wanted to hear. What in the word there? You mean it was on Chippewa's list? Is that Chippewa, maybe maybe maybe. The, the cover was on the on the list that she didn't get to hear live from Dave. Maybe there's a cover in there. 
Oh, man, sorry. I don't know, man. Now That's it's wrong. a little too inside baseball here. I know that is inside baseball. But so, man. if you want to listen to, uh, for those of you out there who aren't sure of what we're talking about, go back and listen to two episodes ago. Yeah, our number one show, the July Vacation Show, which is embarrassing. Wow, it, I, does Chippewa know that it's our number one show? by four hundred downloads? I mean, wow. it's like, yeah. I don't I, know I what, what maybe happened. Chip Log went and he listened to it like 400 times. I don't know. But maybe, maybe he's playing it for the family. Maybe, you know. Yeah, maybe, know. maybe. Could be. I Could don't know. be. There's Chippewas. They're, they're, uh, I don't know. Anyways, so looking ahead to next week, uh, yes. I don't know if there, there's something I just saw within the last couple of hours. And, okay. and, it's something I really think Howard needs to address and talk about. And I wonder if he will. You know, this whole sag after a strike that's happening. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And do you know who broke that picket line? You heard? Yeah, him? of course. Drew Barrymore. Uh huh. And today, about two hours ago, she put out an Instagram fucking long rambling thing, this tearful thing. She's like, I'm sorry. And all this, it's it's just really, I mean, in the old days of Howard, he would take this clip and stop every second or every three seconds and make a comment. Exactly. And he should, because this is ridiculous. The whole thing that she's, she's not even apologizing and saying, oh, I'm going to I'm sorry I made a mistake. No, she's saying I'm sorry. And this is why my sh- why I'm on the show or this is why I'm doing the show, because it's so fucking important. We came on. She even says this kind of but paraphrasing. She says we came on during the pandemic. To, you know, the pandemic didn't stop us. You know, from being it's there for you. To do with the pandemic. And I know, but this is what she says. She says the pandemic didn't stop us from being there for for you. This is certainly not going to stop us from being there for you. Her her fucking self importance, her narcissism, egotism, and and just bald facedness in with that. Just completely and tearful fucking faux tears, crocodile tears coming out. Mm. Howard really should be ripping her a new one. And and I'm I'm hope maybe some of our listeners will hear this before uh, Monday's show and freaking call into Howard. Right. Ask Howard. What what do you think about this, Howie? Yeah. And you know what? Howie's not going to say shit because because yeah. she's one of him and Beth and Jimmy fucking Fallon and all those. Well, people I wonder. Well, I, that's that's interesting to know, considering how Jimmy Fallon, uh, the rest of them, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert have that podcast now where they're showing their solidarity in the the writer strike podcast thing that you I know they're doing. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. So, that. but I, I mean, you know, you're right. Yeah, Drew Barrymore was there with Jimmy, Kim, you know, uh during that well, wasn't show. there also wasn't there something about Jimmy? I'm wondering if that was 
because there was something coming out in about him in wasn't there some sort of like me okay jimmy fallon is getting canceled why is jimmy fallon getting canceled here it is uh recent allegations again he has been accused by current and former employees of fostering a toxic work environment well that's this, you know that that's not a surprise not a surprise at all you run you into that I, dude We've run into Jimmy Fallon. Oh, I actually I was there days. that one time. Yeah, I've run into Jimmy Fallon, and uh, anyways, it doesn't surprise me. But I'm saying that that maybe Howard needs to comment on that too. Will Howard comment? There you go. No, he will not. No, he won't because Fallon's his buddy, because Drew Barrymore's his pal. Right. The old days, Howard uh, would take them all to task, or he'd have them on, and he'd let them explain themselves yes like he this is what should be happening on monday howard should call up drew live you know what can i just say yeah yeah go ahead sorry i keep what you're saying true hear me out here as much as you're saying that howard is friends with these people i disagree they're beth's that's that is true and that means even more anyways so uh, what w- you're right. It's Beth's friend. Yes. Beth's friend, Drew Barrymore. Beth's friend, Jimmy Fallon. You know, let it, that, that is, as you're saying, even more important to Howard. He will, I mean, but what should be happening, I'm going to say it, what should be happening is Howard calls her up and it's like, hey, Drew, I just, you know, watched that Instagram video. And do you want to straighten anything out from that? Or, you know, and you know what would happen in the old days, too, is fucking Robin would jump in and ask some. Yes. And it's just Howard, come on this. You. There needs to be some mention of this because honestly, Commodore, if you watch that video, it's potentially it's it's hilarious. But in the old Howard mode, it's like at least a 45 minute bit, man, 30 minute bit of just playing this video and her like tearful, like I'm I'm just so sorry. why can't why why can't we play it right now we could we could play it right now uh i mean i suppose we could are are you saying you have it there i all i have to do is go to instagram right yeah go to instagram and go to drew i mean it's just i mean but it's it's not short that's what i'm saying and she just fucking rambles and it's terrible it's terrible you're gonna have to share the sound though right but I mean, it's she's sitting there in her living room or I don't know where she is in her new Manhattan apartment. And she's just talking about what she's so sorry about. And you listen to the beginning, you're like, okay, she's actually going to she's going back. She's she's not you know, she's she realizes the error of her ways. But no, she fucking doubles down on it. Like a fucking clown. 
like a self-important fucking egotistical egomaniac. Wow. Who, how could she ever think her show is that fucking important? If I was in SAG right now, I mean, look, right now there's all these union things happening right now. The fucking UAW's gone on strike, right? And SAG has been at this for a while. There's a lot of people getting behind it in her industry, marching, doing that stuff, supporting their writers, right? Yeah. And what is she doing? She's saying, that's not going to stop us. We wanted to own a decision so that it wasn't a PR protected situation. <laughs> I had to play that. It wasn't a PR, PR protected. protected. And, and you know what? Not the only, what's, he, what's so funny? What's so me. funny is that the only reason that the only validity that has is because she's not wearing makeup and she's like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's her house or or an apartment. Yeah, that like she's borrowing from a, a squatter. That's and then <laughs> she's doing this. I mean, it's so it's so it's so PR created. Like it's just, I mean, it's I mean, her right. stupidity. It's PR uh, stupidity. I mean, no, there's no PR because no PR agent would be like, yeah, go out there, Drew, and be tearful, and then double down on it. Yeah, like what a moron just a complete moron and a completely self-important like this is what the whole strike uh, yeah. is about yeah. it's like it's like oh these stars get paid all this money and these guys don't get any guarantees there's no equity sure. in this right. and here she is saying uh yeah well there's no pr because i'm just so famous that i know that you need me and I'm not going to let this strike get in the way, just like I'm not going to let the pandemic stop me. And just it, play some more of it, man. Play some more right, of it. Here let's, here let's, hear. Let's, let's hear her stupidity. And I would just take full responsibility for my actions. Oh, my God. You hear that vocal fry? There's just nothing I can do that will make this okay for those it is not okay with. Okay, pause that. Okay, no, there is something you could do that will make this okay, Drew. You fucking join the strike. Right. Okay? You you don't cross the line. You, like everybody else. Yeah, scab. Like, Howard, come on. You should be talking about this. I know, especially when it's, you know. Well, actually, that's something I just thought of is how how can the strike not affect Howard's show? Well, well it's not screen. What? It's still not. He doesn't allow his employees to be a part of a guild and, you know, have uh, uh, negotiate. Their, I mean, their contract. Well, with but him there are writers like, on his show. They're writers. Absolutely, but I'm sure they are also not allowed to join the Writers Guild if they want They've to. They've talked about the strike. Okay. Right? They talk about the strike. I don't think they he's ever come it. out against the writer's strike. 
No, he's not. He talks about how these people, but that's not his, that's not Howard Stern's. And he also said that Aaron Rodgers' injury isn't as bad. It it wouldn't be as bad if he didn't make seventy five million dollars guaranteed. <laughs> so he also said that. I mean, that's pretty rough. But that's I a pretty anti union statement. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Well, uh, okay. Uh, all right. That's a little more nuanced, though. Uh, okay. I mean, I think what Howard is saying. I. I mean, one could one could do this. Uh, say, you know, it's like. Well, how about Aaron Rodgers gets paid seventy five million dollars, and then there's other dudes, as he was pointing out, that he knows, and even well, a guy talking on the air who get. Yeah. He was like, what's the guy? He's a freaking title insurance, insurance guy. guy yeah. yeah. I mean, that's his point. You know, it's not, it's like, there's like these uh, anomalous people like freaking Aaron Rodgers. No one in his shop is unionized and can collectively bargain their salary compared to what management makes and have those things, you know, evaluated. Okay. And if that were the case, he would quit tomorrow. Um. Yeah, he's one of those stars. Yeah, but I mean, I look if there was something like the writer strike happening that was affecting Howard, um, like his writers all went on strike and he was part of that union or whatever he would still be getting paid his contract. Well, but the thing is, and this is something that we don't talk about either. Does Sirius pay Howard Stern or do they pay the Howard Stern show, his LLC? And then, you know, he hires through that. I don't know. I think it's time to send an email to and CC it to Don Buckwald and Marcy. (laughs) I, I mean, that's well so therefore he is responsible so i know for a fact just well i don't know for a fact but i imagine the engineers who work at sirius the technical people those people are serious employees because when scott the engineer ceased his relationship with the howard stern show he then went and worked elsewhere within the company until they just shuffled him out the door so i don't know if there there might be some sort of uh, union that he's a part of yeah, because yes, there's some sort of radio engineer, right. whatever. But he worked. He didn't work for Howard. He worked for K Rock or K Rock or whatever. But I'm saying he, I, I mean, like Blitz, and and there's this whole upstairs downstairs or ups, you know, upstairs downstairs. The that's the type of uh, British you know, comedy or what have you, right? Dalton Alby, where there's People upstairs who think that Mamet is uh, a gold mine for the show. Like, did you hear him say that? I mean, there's there's like there's a weird thing going on with the show where and you picked up on it before about the the Taylor Swift when there were people outside where Jason said, I don't know if we should have this person on the show because she's part of the back. You know, she's in the back end or you you know what I'm saying? I mean, like there's right, right, right. There's divisions within this show that I, I mean, we're not privy to. I mean, of course, Howard knows this, or they all know this, but it's not, it's not clear as what it is. 
I mean, who are these people upstairs that Mehmet's talking about? It's just got, it's kind of weird. And what what's his back room? Oh, she's from the non-talents or like, you know. So are we talking about two companies interfacing here? Like these are Howard Stern employees and these are serious employees. I mean, and that's that's why I'm wondering. Well, <clears throat> there's I, I think there's a division between the Howard Stern show uh-huh. and Howard 100 slash 101. That's that kind of its own subdivision or that's the serious channel. Okay. Like that gets some sort of budget and a team, just like Pearl Jam Radio gets its own team or budget, right? Okay. Whatever. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Um, I don't know. You know, but uh, again, this is even more inside baseball, but the curiosity that's there. Well, anybody who's listening to this show has got to be an inside baseball type individual. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, that I'm just, I'm just worried that um, – Commodore, you're going to like release some sort of conspiracy thing and then we're going to get back into the conspiracy thing. We're, we're going to get back into the Pelican brief and, you know, and then the. I've never, I've, I've always, you know, I've never. I don't know. I, here's, here, okay, now here's, we'll, we'll I've res- seen the. Pelican well, let's resolve brief. that. I, I, it doesn't change my opinion but let's resolve this okay so i just want to send this out to our dedicated listeners yeah especially our dedicated listeners who might be part of the downstairs (laughs) and then those dedicated listeners who are part of the upstairs upstairs and then the back room (laughs) and then the dedicated listeners and then the elevator operator who's and bringing then, up talent for gear. That would be such a great show. The, the, where, the, like a, an elevator ride business. with Gary Delabate and like have some somebody come on some sort of Gary be like, a surprise, well, a surprise like George Kukar well, comes well, on. on. But, uh, uh, so uh, 30, 37th floor, uh, that's, <laughs> that's what uh, George Kukor was, was there. He was a, a Hollywood mogul on that 36th yeah, floor. W- that I was, think he uh, owned Warner Brothers. Blank. He was the voice of Bugs Bunny. And the 35th floor. <laughs> yeah, Baba Louie's uh, uh, creator came out. 35th floor, that's a, a Fox and Megan Kelly. See, the whole thing about Gary walking down Hollywood uh, Boulevard, pointing out the stars on the on, on and talking about it, and just making shit up, and, and then was. Robin even like I know, and I was Robin sitting there pointing out how wrong he was, and know, but, she was wrong herself. I mean, it's just like yeah. Robin, Robin and Baba Booey. There should be like a Robin Baba Booey bullshit contest. Just, well, first of all. That Robin's uh, appearance on the Stern Shimmer, uh, the Summer Show, shows her contempt for Boy Gary. Like she, like when she says that that Jackie wasn't part of the team. If they ask her if if that that you know, if Gary was part of the team, I think she would say negatory. I think she would say Fred, Howard, and she are the team, and everybody else, and even Fred's tenuous, you know. But uh, especially, well, maybe now that he doesn't play that. He dates her, but she definitely feels that she's she is the um, first mate. Oh, yeah, because she was put out on her butt, you know, fired. And. Well, Ophelia, Ophelia, 
Robin Ophelia. Uh, okay, Commodore. So uh, any predictions, any thoughts about Paul Simon coming on? I don't know. Uh, I know it's going to be much better than this week's uh, guest. Yeah. Um, yeah. We don't even need to mention her. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to be, I want to be interested in if Howard brings up that bathroom encounter with him. I think he will. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I, the one, this is the one thing I don't want to hear from Howard is, and Chippewa pointed this out very precisely in his commentary about DMB. DMB. Is, Howard gets in this mode of like the Chris Farley show mode where he's like, remember this? Remember when this song happened? Remember? <laughs> play, play a little of that for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, there's a lot of potential depth that in terms of playing that game. But Howard, uh, I just hope it doesn't. I mean, I, you know, there's a lot less of that depth when he's interviewing DMB, you know, this is Paul Simon and bridge over troubled water and Scarborough fair. And these, you know, these huge iconic songs, sound, uh, sound of silence, right. These kinds of things could resonate. I hope he does that in the right way. I don't know if he will, but I, I would love to hear Howard go in and hopefully, because of my own interest with film, talk about the impact of The Graduate and how his involvement with that movie and how such a movie could be taken to a different level by a song, you know, and just the reverberation of that song throughout the entire movie, you know, Mrs. Robinson. And yeah, I, I really... I hope he I'm going to be very interested in that. Well, we'll see. I mean, I think obviously it's Howard. It's going to be an incredible interview. Here's my question. Will it be an incredible interview for people who are Paul Simon fans? I think that's an affirmative, definite yes. Will it be an incredible interview for people who, like you and I, appreciate Paul Simon? Yes, I think that's going to be the case. Will it be an, an incredible interview for people who like, you know, don't know Paul Simon, Howard, who don't know Paul Simon at all? I don't know about that. That's I'm not certain. I don't no. know how compelling Paul's going to be. He's not like Bruce. No, He's not, you know, we'll have to see. No. Um, I wonder the one thing that I will bring up from the Demi Lovato uh, interview was that I guess she had a relationship with a young lady and made that one celebrity cherry, whatever. Yeah. And it was a celebrity. And I was, and I was proud of the way that Howard was trying to coax that out of her a little. I, I haven't seen that side of him with a celebrity as much where he was really, really moving to get that out of her. Well, 
I wasn't, I mean, yes, I was, I wasn't as surprised as you because I think that Howard still feels that he, you know, when somebody comes in and is being interviewed by Howard, there is still an expectation of like, he's going to push you. You're going to, yeah. And you're going to spill the tea. You're going to give me something that you don't give to anybody else. Well, at least this time, I think that I've heard him do it before with other things with maybe Lizzo or Pink or whatever, where I'm in the same kind of place where I was with Demi Lovato. And I just, I for one thought like, I thought he was going to get it. Like, because he had massaged her so much, like with her other stuff. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I thought that, that I, I, I was like, wow. He's well, gonna get this, and I was, I was, I was, I was hanging on to. It. I'm like, he's gonna get it. I just feel he's gonna get it. And well, okay. Well, no, I will say the one thing. In the old days, what would have been different? The old Howard, right? The less pre Beth Howard, pre Beth Howard. Well, it's not just pre Beth, pre Howard. No, when he first was with Beth, dude, when he was first oh, married, it was, it was that was some of the prime years, man. He got with Beth. Way back when, man, they've been married. That's when she was just Beth is him fifty into something his... now. Okay, Beth I is... know, but she, so she was, she was thirty him... when yeah, she okay. got together with her. Yeah, but she, as he's gotten older and and less, you know, cool, she's been calling the shots. Okay, fair. But what I'm saying is that the less restrained Howard, what would have happened is. All the people in the writer's room, all of them would be throwing names out for Howard and he would be he would be spitting those names out and saying, well, when it was Susan and he's like, was it her name was Susan? Was it? I mean, he he did give some names. There were. Did he? Yes. There were some. But he didn't actually indicate any real celeb. Like he didn't say like, you know, Katy Perry. No, no. In the old days, he would have, and those yeah. would have been like the National Enquirer kind of yes. informed guesses that yeah. probably he would have gotten pretty close, right? Yeah. And then the the celebrity would react or laugh or just say, hey, yeah. you know, okay. Or sometimes they'd react and he'd be like, oh, it is so-and-so. I know. And then Mike Walker would come in. Yeah, Mike Walker. Mike Walker would come on and he'd... <laughs> the bongos yes okay we've we've had quite a stretch here and uh i think i see a a notification on my phone and it's another uber eats saying they'll give me now 70 percent off of another (laughs) all right well you know i think a perfect way for us to end the show would be to do the patricia checkup have has she so nothing no more no, like that's no adam no, barda well maybe it's adam barda that is your true you know connection maybe next week we start the show with you tweeting at adam barda and no. see how long he will respond how long it will take for him to respond no you could tweet at adam barda about how awesome patricia is yes and by the way, I would just, I, I'm going to, I've decided, I didn't do it this time, but I'm going to refrain from 
calling her Patricia anymore because she's running for Senate. And um, she should be, if elected, she should be Senator Tanmom. Yes. Okay. Not Senator Patricia, Senator Tanmom. Just saying. Do you want to get help with that STD? Vote for STM. Senator Tanmom. (laughs) Wow. Wow. There you go. There she's is. all she's all she's all about the medical thing. So, you know, that that uh, that that uh, delirium that uh, Steve from Florida is suffering from untreated syphilis might be, <laughs> finally be rectified. <laughs> well, I think this is a great place for us to end on a wonderful Commodore uh Riffage. Wait, where's, wait, wait, where's, where's, no, no, no Bobo? Uh, off the cuff, off the cuff. Howard, uh, with the current state of working people, uh, including uh, the Union of American Auto Workers and uh, the Screen Screen Actors Guild, and all all of the w- wonderful uh, workers in the United States who keep us all entertained and move mo- moving around in our vehicles, and uh, with with all of that that's happening uh, in in the world uh, uh, and the importance of the Howard Stern show that we have for us to listen to uh, do you feel that the Howard Stern show is as important to those people as the Drew Barrymore show? Your thoughts? (laughs) Well, we know his actually, answer. you know, that just another topic came to mind. There was somebody I don't know if you saw it. There was somebody who gave us a negative review of our podcast and was talking about um, making fun of people's speech impediments. And yeah. I just want to really clarify. Uh, and this is Blue Jay talking here because I'm the one who does the Bobo voice. I'm doing imitations. I'm not yep. necessarily doing a making fun of a speech impediment. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing an imitation, and that's it. Right. That's what I'm doing. And that is very apropos, since John Melendez has now gotten together with the uh, what some uh, spe- uh, like me stammering right now the. Uh, Stuttering Alliance and trying to sue uh, Shuli for uh, uh, for hate a hate crime or or trying to get him brought up on hate crime charges for him making fun of his stuttering. Wow. Yeah, that's just, just a little. Yeah. So I guess you know. I guess John somebody Lee who's made somebody who's who made his entire career. 
I know. Who embraced it. I mean, you know, but now. Well, the world to... is the world is a funny place, man. We can uh, when you can get away with that, and uh, John clearly is. I mean, I don't want to get into the uncle, I know. I'm gonna... whatever Rico. it is, Uncle Rico rabbit hole. But I mean, we know that John, he's not in a good place, and no, it's unfortunate, you know. It is, but it desperate times call for desperate measures for desperate oh. people. I want to uh, end. I want to end the show on this. Please, please, Stephanie, let Ronnie broadcast the sh- the wedding live. Please think of how that will benefit humanity. Please, my dear, I'm sending a homemade flower voice shout out to you. Thanks so much for listening. You can go to our link tree to find all of our social media links, as well as donating to support us and clicking through to contact us via email. Our link tree is linktr dot slash hsnews and comment. We'll see you next week.